You heard it uh, here this week, province declaring an early start to the wildfire season by maybe about two or three weeks. Generally, we get into the month of March and it's time to get going a little bit. But we thought we'd better get somebody out there in the rural areas to kind of give us a perspective on what it's looking like for them. Now, we obviously, we talked with White Court not long ago. Joining us on the phone today is the mayor of Yellowhead County, Wade Williams. Hey, Wade, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Uh, are you relieved that the province has just moved this up a few weeks, or do you wish they had done it a little sooner? No, I'm relieved that they moved this up a few weeks. Uh, to do it any sooner, I uh, don't think would have had much uh, merit. Um, but we definitely have to be moving in that direction and thinking what could happen. Uh, we've got very little precipitation in the areas right now, so... We're really uh, counting on some spring rains to help us, as well as uh, everybody being ready. Well, traditionally, and we talked about this on our show yesterday, when you have an El Nino winter, you usually have a pretty soggy spring. So fingers crossed for that. But a lot of the uh, rural communities have been a little concerned about whether or not there's a good enough game plan in place already for the upcoming summer. Are you one of those people or do you think that they've got it, they've got it pretty much pegged? Well, I've been in constant contact uh, with uh, with the minister and uh, Alberta Wildfire, and uh, they they've done a lot to be prepared. And we don't know what we're preparing for, so it's very tough to make sure that you know that all the all the I's are dotted and T's are crossed. But um, they announced uh, another additional 100 firefighters for a total of a uh, thousand. That's a really important move on on uh, the province's part. Um, the middle of April, I believe, um, wildfire season will officially kick off. Uh, I believe aircraft and things will be ready at that point in time. Right, going to be a bit of a challenge with the lakes being froze over and and whatnot. But I think they've got some plans in place. Hey Wade, when you look at Yellowhead County, what does that entail? Who you got to look after there? Well, Yellowhead County is a huge county. It's 22,000 yeah. square kilometers. Um, we've got uh, hamlets spread out throughout the county. Um, we've got a lot of bushland. Uh, most of it is in the green zone. Parts of it is in the white zone, but most of it's green zone. Uh, any of them fires in the green zone, we really heavily rely on Alberta wildfire to uh, work on. And then our crews go into structural protection. So putting up sprinkler systems on homes and those types of things to protect uh, structures. And, of course, our number one concern is the safety of our residents. Hey, can you break down green and white zones for we city slickers? Okay, the white zones are areas that the municipalities are responsible for. Uh, so in Yellowhead County, it's from Highway 22 to the east uh, to the Pemina River. Okay. Um, so any wildfires that start in there are our responsibility. But what we would do is we would call Alberta Wildfire to assist us with those. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Uh, when they're in the green zone, Alberta Wildfire works on the fires themselves, and we, we go to, um, like I say, to structural protection. Edson fall into your area? Edson is within our boundaries. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was a tough year last year. Like, when you have a chance to stand back and you have a few months from the uh, the crazy summer that it was, give us your assessment on how the communities in that area came through all of that because it's amazing to me. 
the communities came through very, very well. At one point, we had 13 out-of-control fires burning in Yellowhead County. Right. Um, we had uh, we went through uh, 13 different evacu- or reception centers. We had to evacuate quite a number of people out of Yellowhead County, and then the town of Edson um, ended up evacuating the town as well. Yeah. Um, we were getting cut off in every direction from fires. We wanted to go east into Edmonton. All our routes were cut off. The only route left was west into Hinton and Jasper. So we potentially sent close to 12,000 people into Hinton and Jasper. They did an amazing job of um, looking after their, our residents uh, and their evacuation centers. Their community stepped up hugely for us. Um, and that needs to uh, that needs to be noticed. Yeah, I think so. You know, here in the city of Edmonton, we heard about all these evacuations. I don't think we really quite figured it out, though. Yeah, like you're 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 pointing it out beautifully about the fact that, you know what, there was only one way out for us, so we had to take it. Or, you know, all these other communities came and supported us when we needed it at the you know at the most critical times even the city helped out i know in some respects as well but it just uh, it sounds to me like you just didn't get a lot of sleep last summer because you were on the move constantly no and that's an absolute fact um we were very busy for 60 plus days and then we went from uh, fires right into floods and in fact uh, on the very west end of the county uh, we had snowstorms that took down a bunch of power lines but one of our hamlets out of power for seven days uh, we had everything flying at us all at the same time. And, yeah, we had a lot of very, very tired people uh, at the end of all this. I did have an opportunity to meet uh, the Minister of Forestry and Parks, Todd Lowen. Uh, it was in Jasper last September, and I was very impressed by him. But when you get an opportunity to work with the province the way you did last summer, there's got to be a level of respect because they obviously care very much about what's going on there. But there's only so much they can do. You still need boots on the ground. Absolutely, yeah. And I'd like to say, like, I really uh, commend uh, Minister Lowen. Um, it, it was tough to get a hold of him for the first little bit because uh, they dropped the writ on the election on May the 1st. Um, I was trying to get a hold. Finally, I think it was the 4th or 5th, um, Minister Lowen contacted me. And from then on, we were in constant contact um, and you know, things uh, did a, uh, pretty much a 180 Right after that first week. We started getting the help we needed. We started getting the equipment we needed. Um, the province was definitely on board and helping us as much as they could. There is a report that there's currently 54 wildfires burning in the province of Alberta. Uh, how many do you think are in your area? And these are the ones that are quietly underground. Yeah, we have a few. And from what I understand, uh, talking with Minister Lowen, is they're, uh, they're out with a helicopter with, uh, I believe it's, I don't know if it's infrared or whatever, that detects these fires. Right. So that's uh, that's how they know where they're at, and they're monitoring them. Um, I'm not exactly sure how many are in Yellowhead County, but there's definitely a few. It's, uh, it's easy to say people might drop their guard a little bit, think it can't be as bad as it was last year. Do you have to guard against that yourself? Uh, nobody should be dropping their guard with right. the amount of precipitation that we have. We're going to continue to be prepared as best as we possibly can. Uh, no, we're not dropping our guard. And when uh, things uh, start to, when these alerts start to happen, people uh, 
people actually have a little bit of PS, uh, PTSD because of, of them alerts and things. Right. One other thing I'd like to touch on very quickly that Yellowhead County is doing. Sure. Is we're, we're doing a lot of fire smarting sessions um, throughout the county. So we've got 10, uh, 12 scheduled. We've completed seven. So we're working with our residents to fire smart their properties, as well as our crews will go out there, assess their properties, give them recommendations um, as to how to fire smart them. We're going to continue that throughout the summer into the fall and, and probably an ongoing program. What would be the uh, two one? biggest things that you would do to fire smart your property, do you think? Clean any debris out from around the houses. Okay. Um, including eavesdropping and stuff and uh, take down any uh, large trees that happen to be very close to the house that uh, that uh, could potentially spark the house on fire. Well, listen, I, I hope it goes much better for you this year, but I just think you did a remarkable job last year under unbelievable circumstances. So you have to be congratulated for that. I hope your summer is way more pleasant, okay? Well, thank you for that, and I certainly hope it is as well. Wade, <laughs> I, you know what, Wade? We're going to have you on at some point in the summer, and I hope it's a really good news story for you, okay? I certainly hope it is. Okay, thanks very much, Wade. Yeah, thank you.